Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, and travel is one of those sectors that it's a lot of word of mouth. I mean, yes, we have the advertising. Yes, we have the campaigns. But if you have a good experience, you can tell millions of people through your social and through your engagement. But also if you have a bad experience, you can tell millions of people, you know, don't go there. So that's why we work so hard. How you day, how you day. That was the voice of Rita McClenny. Fun fact about me is when I first moved to the United States, the state that I ended up spending a large part of my early tenure here in the United States was Virginia. I actually went to college in Virginia and I worked in Virginia for two years, Central Virginia. And it's so fascinating, uh, the history that exists in that area. Now, I lived in a town that I didn't necessarily like the name of. It's called Lynchburg, and I don't like the name for obvious reasons. But outside of that, you, you get to understand that Virginia has a different personality. There's Central Virginia, there's Northern Virginia, which is close to, obviously, you know, uh, D.C. areas, and then, you know, you call it Nova, and then there's Maryland, which is right there around the periphery, you know, then you've got the south, southern part of Virginia there, and it's a rich, 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 rich state, and I don't mean that in terms of money, I mean that in terms of just storytelling, so as we sort of figure out what we're doing with the pandemic, as we figure out different places to explore, I came across the lovely and amazing Rita McClenney. Now, Rita is someone, as you find out, has a varied career. She's the president and CEO of the Virginia Tourism Corporation, and she was born and raised in Virginia, so she takes us through the richness of the history that is the state of Virginia, and she also talks to us about, you know, traveling, what traveling means in 2021, and how Virginia has stepped up to be a leading destination. Part of what I always like to do with this podcast is to introduce you to new worlds. So here's one. I hope you enjoy the episode. And as always, please leave a review whenever you can and share with your friends and family. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's episode is with the president and CEO of Virginia Tourism Corporation, Reader McClenney. Now, we're going to be discussing a lot of interesting things ranging from the history of, of the state itself to the state of Black travel today, especially post-pandemic. But let me tell you a little bit about Reader. Reader serves as the president and CEO of the Virginia Tourism Corporation, a state agency charged with marketing the Commonwealth as a premier 
travel destination and film location. The mission of VTC is to expand domestic and international inbound travel and motion picture production to generate revenue and employment in Virginia. Welcome to the show, Rita. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you. The pleasure is mine. And for, for uh, kings, queens, and royalties listening to this, I was uh, telling you know I was telling you know uh, uh, Rita that my first experience with the United States was actually the first real experience was with it was in Central Virginia. That's where I went to school in, and I've gone on to live in Northern Virginia. I live in New York now, so I'm fascinated to really hear about the history of Virginia from your perspective as a native and what it is about Virginia that many people don't know. What people don't know about Virginia is how we have evolved to a place that is focusing on telling the authentic, truthful experience on our history from 1619 to today. Because when it comes to travel, everyone wants the same thing. We love to go on vacation with our loved ones, doing the things that we love and have a great time. But travel is a way to have a deeper understanding of people and how history evolves and having a deeper appreciation. But what we came to understand as Virginia tourism is that what is that language? What is that narrative? How do we present our history and the information in a way that is not painful, not so painful and not deepening the scars, but telling it in a truthful way that the language is, is understood and embraced and is has a sensitivity to it that comes with compassion because we want to share this with the youth and we want to create an open and welcoming environment for travelers to experience Virginia and all of the assets that we have from the cliff to the coast. You know, it's summertime coming up and people want to get to the beach and they want to go to the amusement park and they want to have a great meal. They may want to go fishing, you know, just hiking all the beautiful things that there are to do in Virginia. But again, if we take travel as it is intended to enhance our lives and we learn about other people while we're traveling, yeah. that should all be a part of the deep experience. I love that. And and one thing I want to follow up with is I want to gain some clarity on how Virginia is becoming this leading destination for black travelers. Because I know there's a rich history. You brought up 1619, you know, being the moment where uh, a lot of people were stolen from their homes in Africa and brought here to the United States. But how has Virginia since then become this leading destination specifically for black travelers? Well, we start with the creative. I want to see myself in the images to know that there I am. I see people that look like me, like my family. So I'm willing to dig deeper in terms of my awareness and my consideration of vacationing in Virginia. So I'm willing to go to a website, to a blog, to follow an influencer, to deepen my appreciation and what can we do while we're in the state. So we have a dedicated landing page for the Black travel experience and all the products that go along with, again, what people do on vacation. So the page is very targeted with creative and our artwork. But when we deploy our advertising and our media campaign, it's really with the sensitivity and the appreciation for the audience that we want to have consider Virginia as their vacation destination. Perfect. Now we can't uh, we can't avoid one thin reader. Yeah, you know we, the world has been <laughs> for the last fifteen months. We've been under this global pandemic. Now some people yeah. are 
either hesitant to travel or uber excited to travel. So yes. it's like it's like that spectrum. So how, how do you envision this this travel industry rebounding, especially with these domestic destinations? You know, because you know you had the VTC. So I'm curious to hear yeah. from what you're seeing. Well, we all want to be safe when we travel and we want to travel to places that are clean. So really with that product in mind of, hey, where am I staying? Where am I going to eat? All the basic uh, components of a vacation experience. So first we start off by saying, we're ready when you are. And we put together itineraries because the outdoor environment was very attractive for those who were traveling by car mostly last year for quarter. Virginia is a beautiful place in the fall. So we promoted three-day itineraries that had scenic drives, bike rides, hikes, going to resorts, but outdoor locations, uh, state parks, national park, but just all that anyone could take in from, again, the coast to the cliff. And there was a lot of, you know, western part of Virginia looking at the foliage change or people coming to visit family and friends, really. And restaurants were just beginning to, because of our restrictions, there was some indoor seating, but most folks wanted to sit outside. So it's finding a place where you could, again, have a safe and go to those attractions and places that you saw as clean. So it was like that messaging, come and feel comfortable and and this is what we are promoting from a, an itinerary standpoint. And we knew that the products and places that we were promoting, you know, had all of those elements in place. So we did the homework for the visitor and then introduced them to well, here are opportunities to come see us. And then we work with our partners across the state, our destination marketing organizations, so they could take the campaign called Wonder Love, Do, Do Love in Virginia, and put their best foot forward and kind of show case all of the you know activities that they were interested in putting before the traveler yeah this is uh you know it's 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 so fascinating hearing you say that because I, i like the approach of you talking about whenever you're ready we're ready but we already have the things in place and the reason why i love it i said i i used to live in virginia when i was in uh when i came to the united states but what i found about virginia especially driving through from central virginia to northern virginia it's so rich with history and each part of Virginia has its own personality. I, I know, for example, uh, I think the second oldest college in the country, uh, William and Mary, uh, yes. I believe. Yeah, it was there, I think only second to Harvard. I, I know there, there's the, the, you know, the Civil War was, <laughs> was, 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 I believe, was in Virginia. It ended in Virginia, right? 1865. Yeah. yeah. But also First, look at like Hampton University, Emancipation Tree, where go. the 13th Amendment was actually read mm-hmm. under that tree at Hampton University, which is a historically Black college. Yes. So there's so much um, about Virginia that can be transformative, you know, because history, again, is one of the most effective ways to change how we understand the world around us. And seeing yes. the world through travel exposes us to different cultures, different history, heritage, cuisine, art, and most important people. You know, like you said, the regions in Virginia have a personality, and that means that the people impact that with their personalities. Oh, right? my goodness. This is so true. It's so true. (laughs) You know, the Northern Virginia, you've got more of the, you know, the people interested in in, in politics and law and, and, you know, people from diverse backgrounds. Central Virginia is a lot chiller. There's college towns. And and I remember Roanoke and all these places. But it brings up this fascinating aspect. 
this interesting aspect of storytelling. You're right, stories about us need to be you know, shared more and, and impacted more. And one of those industries that can do that is Hollywood. And when I think yeah. about film, when I think about filming, I usually, I know Georgia now has become a, a hot spot. I know, you know, obviously there's LA and, you know, they're Vancouver and Canada, but I don't hear Virginia, in New York where I am right now, but I don't hear a lot of Virginia. I, I know you're, you, you know, I was reading your bio, you are saying Virginia is actually a prime place for a lot of Hollywood types or filmmakers or even storytellers to come and use as a destination, but yeah, maybe it's, I've been out of the zygast, but I don't always hear Virginia come up. Well, you know, we, um, I would call our specialty, honestly, is history. Mm -hmm. So the feature film Harriet was 100% filmed in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Cynthia Enrivo plus Harriet. Uh, Lincoln, the film by Steven Spielberg was filmed in Virginia in 2012. Harriet was just filmed, uh, was that about two, almost three years ago? Yeah, it's around three years ago. The Lord Bird was just on Showtime with Ethan Hawke, which talks about John Brown and the massacre at Harpers Ferry. And uh, Tim Reed, producer, actor, director, lives in Virginia, uh, just finished up a feature film in Richmond, Virginia. So we are not, honestly, at the top tier with Georgia and California and uh, New York because we don't have the millions and millions of dollars and in incentives, but we do have amazing locations that people love to come here film. So we see ourselves as a more boutique mm. location for filmmaking. And we decide what projects that we want to fund because we want to showcase Virginia. And then we can create a tourism message that goes along with the film. We have a Harriet trail and you can follow in the footsteps of Harriet as she moved through Virginia and the filming locations. So we see all of these as a relationship between film production and the tourism on the back end. Yeah, and I'm seeing here that in 2017, tourism in Virginia generated 25 billion in revenue, and then you also supported 232,000 jobs and over 1.73 billion state and local taxes. So if you're thinking about the country coming back from the pandemic, yes. these are some of the other ways that income can be injected into the you know the economy as people start to travel more and create more films and things like that. Yeah, we're the uh, sixth largest employer in the state of Virginia in the hospitality and travel industry. So it is big business in Virginia Brilliant. and in every region from Northern Virginia to Tidewater, Coastal, you know, Hickory Roads area to Central Virginia. And so many people are traveling now to Richmond because of the protests really that occurred last summer. Yes. And that Robert E. Lee monument became sort of a focal and center point of of world coverage and people yeah. from all over the world come to Richmond to see this monument that has been transformed by the protesters and the public. This is good. And, and, and it's still a destination and it's coming down eventually, but yeah. now's the time to travel to Richmond to see it because it is an amazing site, I will tell you. It is it is pretty transformative and there's great food in Richmond. There's a great vibe. There is. We have a great downtown, awesome places to stay and, you know, just good food. It's just a good time. It's on the James River. So you can go kayaking and fishing and, you know, it's just fun. We have so a bike that goes 50 miles, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and what I like that you explained there is that the, the terrain, you whatever, if you're outdoors, you're indoors, you're history yeah. buff, you know, it, Great it's museums. museums, for sure. You can't forget about those museums. And, uh, and uh, these are all core tenets of 
of America, right? Anyone even yeah. coming, thinking internationally coming here, if you want to get a piece of America, Virginia is there. And even a lot of Americans might have, you know, due to the, the way stories have been unfortunately removed from the mainstream, especially about, about Black folks, you don't get uh, a true sense of, of, of where history started and how you know, each of these cornerstones played a role in, in the growth. I was doing research. I, I saw something about Virginia playing a role in the formation of Kentucky or something like that. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember any Louisiana. of this. Yeah. Virginia went all the way to Louisiana. That was a part of the Louisiana Purchase with Thomas Jefferson. So Tennessee, Kentucky, all the way to Louisiana. That was Virginia and West Virginia. All of that got carved out of that land. Yeah. West Virginia, too. That's right. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Just wanted to stop by here before we get back to the episode. I wanted to let you all know that I do have a collective for people who are interested in developing their cultural competency skills, becoming more anti-racist. And it's a resource of things that you can do with your family, with your school, with yourself to work through your individual journey to become a better culturally competent leader. It's called UID Collective, and the link is in the show notes, but it's a mix of courses, it's a mix of resources, things you can download, and all you need to do is sign up as a member. It's a monthly membership. I'd love for you to check it out, use it with your friends, use it with your family, use it with yourself, okay? The link is in the show notes, it's called UID Collective, and it's for those of you that want to improve your cultural competency skills. Back to the episode. Another element of this has to do with female traveling because this is a podcast that covers cultural competency, but a big part of it also is a, a, the idea of, of traveling. And a lot of the listeners um, identify as female. So how do you, what, 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 what advice do you have for female travelers, especially right now, uh, you know, or female leaders rather who are, you know, trying to stay positive during this trying time because it, it's a mix, right? Female leaders oh, yeah. who are traveling, female leaders who are leading companies. 
Because yeah. we're ready to venture out and wellness and health is all a part of that. So to get out and exercise and just move around and go to the spa and maybe, you know, take in yoga on horseback. We have yoga <laughs> on the back of a goat. I mean, you can go to all kinds of uh, agritourism experiences, like out on the farm, a lot of culture and craft and arts. And again, that goes back to the museums as well. So women can feel safe in Virginia traveling um, as girlfriends, as a group, or just however you want to make up, uh, you know, your travel party. So it is a safe place and we are welcoming. So anyone in any kind of combination of travel experience uh, can find something that they can love in Virginia because we stand for love stand and for we love. stand for equality and inclusion. And we have a DEI statement as Virginia tourism because we do believe in it and we want to demonstrate our diversity through people and places and storytelling. Right. DEI stand for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And Virginia is for lovers. That's, that's, uh, there's a saying. It's for that. lovers. Come on. It's who we are. It's our brand. That's, that's, <laughs> that is the brand. <laughs> okay. Well, but now I'm I'm curious about you though, Rita. How did you get into this? What what were you as a what were you like as a young kid? You know what brought Very you to? <laughs> I grew up uh, on a farm, riding horses since I was eight years old, mm. and I love to be outdoors. So outdoor experiences, one of my favorite places and things to do. You know, I still ride, I play polo, but as a kid, I was just fun loving and adventurous and my mom and dad allowed me to be that way. You know, always feel like you are included and you belong in a room, always. So I always approached every experience and people with I belong and I can make a difference. And if something I wanted to be part of, I would find a way. So I've always found a way. That's right. Well, what led to tourism? How did you stumble upon tourism? I was initially, I lived in Atlanta and I was with uh, Eastman Kodak and I was in banking out of college and then went uh, to work for Lockheed Aeronautical, um, air, aerospace firm yeah, company. Yeah. And then I moved uh, back home to Virginia because I was missing my family. I had, you know, had enough fun in Atlanta. I still have great friends there, but home was pulling me back. Virginia was <laughs> pulling me back. And I returned and I was working in economic development and recruiting companies to relocate or expand to Virginia. And then I became friends with the director of the Virginia Film Office. So that's how I landed in recruiting movies and TV production to Virginia, just because of a friendship. And then she moved on to run a film festival at University of Virginia. So then I became the director. So I did that for a number of years and governor asked me at that point if I wanted to step into the tourism role. And I said, okay, well, I'll <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> you know, I didn't really know, honestly, that much about the tourism industry. Like it wasn't on my to-do list mm. um, as a career path, but it, it is economic development. So once I saw how the money flowed and the component parts of the tourism industry and how so many jobs are created, and it's such a part of making people happy, 
and fulfilled and travel is this experience that does connect us you know so i was like it's who i am and it is business and it is economic development and it does help with prosperity and helping small businesses you know giving ideas and marketing plans and strategy so that's how i kind of focused in and i am appointed by the governor so now i've been appointed by three governors three Three, yeah. Wow. What I like about that story is it it really talks about, you had several conversations, but it talks about, it's like this juxtaposition of being open and also listening to yourself because you had one career path that you were going down and then you listened to yourself. You know, you were missing home. You came home, you networked uh, and, and then you know, someone else had a position, they, they, they moved on something else. And, you know, they said, well, you, you would be great. And then a position was offered to you, which allowed you to reflect on it. And you came up with, hey, actually, it's actually economic this, it actually makes people happy. You reframed it in a way. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is many times, I think opportunity, you know, is disguised in, in multiple things, but not many of us are able to recognize that opportunity because it doesn't look like the the al- it doesn't look like someone in the outfit that we initially thought it would look like. And so that skill of really being able to look through whatever is being presented to you and to find the opportunity there, I think is something that we don't have enough of in our community. And um, yeah. I really admire the fact that you were able to find that because look, you got appointed by three governors. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you make it yours and you, you come in and you have a understanding of your vision. And if you can articulate your vision and equate that to an experience or a job in this case, then people listen. And if you have a position and you have a story to tell and there's a narrative that goes along with it and all of it lines up. And now I have brought industry support, uh, clearly support of the governor. You know, now we're working on this American Rescue Plan funding to help again businesses recover and rebound because we're not back yet, right? We still yeah. have a long way go to get to 2019 numbers. So we still have to have programs that help our destination marketing organizations, as well as the state in general, to have this economic cliff that we fell off of put back together. It's like Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. We need to put Humpty Dumpty back together. again. (laughs) I'm sure that's going to be an interesting experience. But as we come into this new normalcy, you know, storytelling is very important, right? You know, you're, you're on a podcast, for example, here to talk about the story of Virginia, which really, you know, someone else listening says, oh, I, I want to go somewhere. I've been cooped up here. I never thought about Virginia. Let me go to Virginia. Hey, son, Hi. daughter, you want to come here? And then they have their own experience and it becomes this whole ecosystem. But that's the opportunity. That's right. Yeah, that exists from there. And, you know, and travel is one of those sectors that it's a lot of word of mouth. I mean, Yes, we have the advertising. Yes, we have the campaigns. But if you have a good experience, you can tell millions of people through your social and through your engagement. But also, if you have a bad experience, you can tell millions of people, you know, don't go there. So that's absolutely it happens all the time. (laughs) It was uh, one of my friends because my dad was a diplomat. That's why we moved around all, all the time. So I was telling one of my friends that I really had a a good time in in a specific country, and she goes, "No, I'm never going there." My friend went there. And she got arrested and she had this bad time. And I was, I was like, bye, I had a good time. No, I'm never going there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. She had an 
story first, right? Yeah, and she you know, what was in her head about someone who she said, well, if she had a, a bad experience and she had channeled that, that that was going to be her experience. And that that's sometimes almost impossible to overcome. It was because it was, it, it, she's also black and there's a black woman. She said, no, it's, it's towards black women. And I said, oh, wow, you know, that is an experience I can't, you know, <laughs> I can't that. and so that that is so powerful. That's why I love what you're doing here. And and as the next generation of leaders start to really think about showing up, I think there's an element of pride that that needs to be there. And you know, one question I want to ask you before we close is, you know, my work I run a diversity, equity, inclusion firm. Anti-racism is very important to me. The dismantling systems of oppression and suppression are as well. As you are looking at the world post-murder of George Floyd, and you're seeing people find the voices, you're seeing some people double down on some hateful rhetoric, what do you think of when you think of the future? I'm asking you, because you've seen many, you've seen three different governors, you've seen different regimes and different parties. Do you have hope that, you know, that we're going to get to a place where we can actually see each other for who we are. Yeah, love wins over hate. It does. And as a universe, as those who love and want to pour the togetherness, because the world is round, and that unto itself is togetherness. Mm. Like, we have to keep covering the same ground eventually over and over. And if we have the same experiences, those we learn from it, people pass on, Mm -hmm. but then new life comes, and we have to keep with the circle of love and life. And love will overcome hate because there are more good deeds in the world than really there are hateful deeds. The sad part is the media covers the bad and the hateful deeds, right? There are more good deeds. There are, no question. (laughs) So that's life. Yeah, that is so true because you, you, as, you, as you think about it, hate is a, is an easier emotion to access. Love is, is harder to because you have to love through many things, but right. people will react more to something that is, you know, it's causing this angry reaction or it's causing them to look. But we don't report about, hey, this person really loved no. through the failures. This person, my mother waited for me outside all, you know, all my moments. I finally made it to the league. I made it to this office, but we don't talk about those stories until it's there until, or maybe if you're a famous person and all that, but what will make a story would be if someone, you know, punched you or said this and that's the clickbait headliner. Yeah. Something excitable and severe and fear is really the manifestation of grief. So people mm-hmm. who are afraid and do bad deeds out of fear that someone will take something from them or will make them feel a way, a certain way, it's usually through some grief that they have because they had a bad experience. That's right. And that that is fear. And wow. that is and that is hate. That's right. Well, I th- this has been this has been a real pleasure. I, where can people find out more about Virginia, Virginia tourism, and what you're up to, and how can they get involved? Um, hashtag Love VA is our <laughs> handle. Hashtag love you. Or go to our website and go to Virginia, spelled out like the state, dot O-R-G, backslash black travel. Okay. So Virginia.org backslash black travel. And we have a beautiful page there with videos and lots of itineraries and things to do and images. So that's more about who we are and the black travel experience in Virginia. And yeah, and follow us on Facebook. Make sure, make sure I put that in the show notes. My final question is, is my mission statement reframed as a question? So, uh, Rita, how do you use your difference to make a difference? I bring kindness and listening and an appreciation and understanding 
of who and what is before me in every moment. Mm. So I always try to stop in the moment and absorb and appreciate and then show gratitude. So kindness and gratitude is how I show up in the world. Well, certainly something we're never uh, going to turn down. Kindness and gratitude. We need more of that in the world. So I, I, I want to appreciate you and uh, commend you. But thank you so much for spending so much time educating us in Virginia, the history of it, but also reminding us to tap into our, our you know, inner creatives, inner creative voices and, and listen to them so that, you know, we can ultimately be the best versions of ourselves. And so happy we're connected through your Virginia experience. So see, here we are. Connection <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we truly are. But I, I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking more, but I just want to uh, thank you and salute you. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Pleasure's mine. Kings, Queens, royalty till next time. Use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.